Hey, this is Paul Doherty, and you're listening to the Learning to Lead podcast. Hey, thanks so much for listening. It means the world to me that you have subscribed to this podcast and that many of you have been telling your friends, you've been sharing it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever you've been telling people about this podcast. And to me, that's awesome because that's the way that podcasts continue to grow and spread and we can get the word out and we can help more young people to grow as leaders or whatever age you are. Uh, But this podcast is really dedicated towards people that just want to grow in their leadership. And I know that that's something for me. I'm always wanting to grow as a leader, looking for podcasts and books to read and people to meet with and mentors to just help me get better. And I think honestly, you know, if we all had that same desire, how can I get better? We could lead our churches, our businesses, organizations in a much greater way. Uh, As long as we don't have that arrived mindset, like I already know what I'm doing, there's nothing more for me to learn. um, That mindset to me is like the worst place to be for anyone, leader or not a leader. It's important to keep that desire inside of you. How can I grow? How can I get better at being who God's called me to be, especially as a leader, leading other people? So today we're talking about learning to see like a leader. And I'm not talking about what you see in your natural eyes, but what you see in your heart. You know, I remember my dad taking me, my brother, my sisters out to this undeveloped land in Tulsa, Oklahoma. When I was really young, I was like seven or eight years old, and he asked us the question, what do you see? What do you see? And I remember saying, well, I see, you know, dirt, I see brown grass, I see trash everywhere, I see, you know, falling down branches and and trees that don't look that pretty. And my dad said, no, not what do you see with your eyes, what do you see in your heart? And I was like, dad, I don't know, I don't know how to see with my heart. And my dad began to describe what he saw on this empty field. And he said, I see a church for the unchurched. I see a hospital for the hurting. I see after-school programs for kids. And I see this amazing dream center that's reaching this neighborhood and that's changing the, the crime rates in this part of Tulsa, that's, that's winning a generation to Jesus and, and leading them to fulfill the dreams that God's put in their hearts. And I'm scratching my eyes going, I don't see this. And he said, because you're looking out here. You're looking out with your natural eyes. You need to see it in your heart. If you can see it on the inside, it's just a matter of time before it happens on the outside. And sure enough, that vision came to pass. My dad launched the Tulsa Dream Center with a group of other people that helped build it. That field that had nothing on it now has a beautiful building on it, two buildings, and has athletic facilities, a clothing uh, area where we give clothes to people who have no clothes. We give food to people who have no food. We have computer classes and math classes, and we're teaching boys and girls and helping change the neighborhood. The crime rates have gone down. Kids that were scoring really low in their testing uh, in their schools now are scoring really high as a result of our mentoring programs and our after-school education programs. I mean, literally, this part of Tulsa has been completely changed because the vision started in my dad's heart for that field that had nothing on it, and today that vision has come to pass. 
So let's talk about vision and what it means to you and how your vision can come to pass. Vision is the ability to see with the eyes of your heart, not the eyes of your head, but the eyes of your heart. In other words, it's that internal dreaming and and seeing these pictures and, and almost like movie clips in your head of the potential that's inside of you, the potential that's inside of your organization, the potential that's inside of your church or whatever it is that God's given you, that business that there's more than what meets the eye right now, that, that that empty field is meant to be used for something greater than what it looks like right now. But you've got to see it on the inside before it happens on the outside. You know, in the scriptures, God asks this question seven different times. What do you see? What do you see? He asks Jeremiah, what do you see? And God wasn't asking these prophets or these people what they see with their natural eyes. He was asking them, what do you see in your heart? What's inside of your heart? Because if you can see it in your heart and it can bring glory to God, there's a good chance God wants to help you bring it to fruition out here in the natural realm. God wants to help you fulfill that vision. So how do we get vision? Well, first off, I think vision comes by faith. Hebrews 11.1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. And in other words, there's this hope, there's this wish, there's this desire that I believe there's something more than what I'm seeing right now. So faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So you can't see it in the natural, This is where faith kicks in. It's not there yet, but it has potential to be there. Any person who builds something, they they get the idea in their mind first. These architects, they begin to draw up what they see as a potential building, what they see as a potential church. And in, in the same way, leaders, we have to see with those eyes of faith what is, is, is meant to happen that hasn't happened yet in our church, in our business, in our organization. I love the, the visionary uh, Elisha. Elisha followed a great leader that was older than him, Elijah. And in 2 Kings chapter 2, Elijah was getting ready to leave. Like he knew this was his last day on earth. God said, Elijah, I'm getting ready to take you away from the earth. This is your last day. That's a wild story, by the way. You need to read it. And so Elisha is following Elijah around. Elijah is telling him, hey, you need to leave. Get away from me. It's my last day. Let me just, you know, leave me be. And Elisha says, no, I won't leave you. I am going to wait till I see you go. And finally, Elijah's getting ready to be taken away. And he turns to Elisha and he says, what do you want? And Elisha says, I want double portion what you had. I want double the anointing, double the miracles, double the the influence on people for the kingdom of God. I want double what you had. Now, Elijah could have been an insecure leader and punched him in the face and said, how dare you ask for more than me? But Elijah was a mature leader. Thank God for mature leaders and said, you know what, Elisha, if you see me when I'm gone and, and you are there to see me, you can have what you ask for. And I can't help but wonder, maybe what Elijah was telling Elisha was, if you can see it, you can be it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can see it in your spirit, if God gives you the ability to see the vision, the future, the faith-filled future vision of where he wants to take you, you can be it out here. But you've got to see it on the inside before it happens on the outside. 
So my question for you is what do you see in your future? Let me take you to your field right now, your company, your church, your organization. Uh, maybe right now you don't have a church. You don't have a, a, a business or an organization, but you want to grow as a leader and you have a desire, a field that you desire to grow in, what does that look like? What does the next 10 years look like? What does the next 20 years look like? A lot of times we overestimate what we can do in one year, and we underestimate what we could do over the next 20 years. And I want to challenge you to have a vision that goes big, that you you say, you know what? In 20 years, I want to see this happen. I want to be a part of changing my community, changing my city, changing my nation by these things coming out. And God will give you vision. He'll help you to have that faith-filled vision. He'll give you a passion, something that makes you wake up, come alive. You know, uh, Bill Hybels, he calls it that that holy discontentment, that there's something inside you that says, this, this bothers me about our world. This bothers me about our culture. And I was put on earth to help change this frustration, to help uh, fill in the gap of this, this thing that I feel like is lacking in our culture, whatever that is. But I will tell you this, without a vision, you will perish. Without something in front of you that you're chasing and believing for, you're going to lose faith. You're going to lose heart. You're going to lose uh, even just passion to live. The Bible says without a vision, people cast off restraint. People perish because there is no vision. And so I want to challenge you to get the vision inside of you. Where does God want to take you? What does God want to do in you and through you? What potential is there that God wants to bring to pass in your life? Be like Elisha. Believe for greater. Believe for double. You know, my father was a great leader. He did amazing things, built a great organization. And in the business world, they say that the first generation pioneers the business, the second generation maintains the business, and the third generation typically leaves the business, either sells it or closes it. And you know what? I said, God, I don't want to be like that quote out there. I want to be the kind of leader that doesn't just maintain something, but multiplies something. Lord, give me double portion what my dad had. Double the anointing. Lord, inside of me, give me double the vision, double the faith, double the the influence to help bring people to Jesus. And God wants us to dare for something that's greater than what we could do on our own. God wants us to believe for the supernatural, not just what I can attain in my own strengths and talents, but what requires God's help, what requires the Holy Spirit to show up and to help. God wants us to believe for that kind of a vision, a vision that's too big to do on our own. Whatever the vision is, don't let the current circumstances discourage you. Things will look dim sometimes. There have been moments in my short time of being pastor, even when I was the young adults pastor, when I was the associate pastor, there were times where I was discouraged, times where it felt like that vision was so far away, times where I feel like, man, I, I'm, I'm losing people that I thought were supposed to be with me, um, people that left our church, people that stepped out of staff, people, uh, you know, just all kinds of situations that kind of deter you and make you feel discouraged. And you take everything personal as as a leader. You kind of feel like, man, it's always your fault. But I want to encourage you, don't let that discouragement sit deep in your heart. Guard the vision. Guard your heart around that vision. Don't allow bitterness to sink in. Don't allow discouragement or despair to sink in. Stay faith-filled. Stay in that place of hope. Keep on hoping. Keep on persevering. Keep on living by faith. Keep on seeing that field, whatever it is, growing into what God has called it 
to be. I want to end with one last story. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 27, Jesus comes across these two blind men. They're shouting out to him, and, and they're saying, please heal us, please help us to see. And Jesus turns to them in verse 29, message version, and he says, become what you believe. Become what you believe. In other words, whatever you believe on the inside, let it happen on the outside. So Jesus was telling these two blind men, if you can see on the inside, you will see on the outside. They were blind on the outside, but as they allowed their hearts to see the vision on the inside of being free from that blindness, of being healed of that blindness, immediately their faith confirmed Jesus's word and their eyes were open. It's an amazing story. But I think about how in our lives, there's things that we want to do one day. There's dreams inside of our hearts. Continue to see it come to pass inside of your heart. Don't let it go. Keep it in front of you. This is where I'm headed. This is what God's going to do. I am not giving up on this vision. And then move towards that vision. Every week, make small steps. I mean, even listening to this podcast is a step towards your vision because you're listening to leadership. You're growing. You're desiring to get better as a leader. So keep that vision in front of you. Keep that hunger, that desire to to see God do what he told you he was going to do in your heart. And guys, I'm telling you, your best days are in front of you. God is not finished with you yet. The best is yet to come. If you can see it, you can be it. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Thanks for helping us get the word out. Let's continue to get the word out. And I look forward to talking to you again on the next episode.